Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Monday, March 8th at 11.30 a.m. in New York. So let's get after it. It's hard to believe a year has passed since the lockdowns first began. The good news is there appears to be a light at the end of the tunnel with case counts and hospitalizations plummeting. At the current pace of vaccinations and spring weather right around the corner, several health experts are even talking about herd immunity by April. Meanwhile, Congress is putting the finishing touches on another fiscal stimulus that's close to $2 trillion. When combined with the progress on the virus, it's hard not to imagine an economy that's booming later this year. Finally, earnings results for fourth quarter proved to be spectacular, with the median company in the S&P 500 reporting double-digit year-on-year earnings per share growth. In short, the recession is effectively over. With all this good news, why are equity markets struggling the past few weeks? In my view, it's really not that complicated or surprising. First, with all the good news noted above, 10-year Treasury yields finally caught up to other asset markets, and it's putting pressure on valuations, especially the most expensive stocks that have reached very high valuations. Second, value-oriented stocks in the sectors that are not egregiously priced and levered to an economic rebound are holding up just fine or rising. Third, this is not how most portfolios are positioned. Instead, most are overexposed to expensive growth stocks and either short or underweight the value areas. Such portfolio disruption is causing some repositioning, and this is having a net negative effect on the major averages led by the NASDAQ. To be honest, I thought the correction at the end of January was the beginning of something more meaningful. Instead, most indices roared back one last time before this more sustainable correction ensued. This latest move is just likely a continuation of what started in January as many high flyers never made a new high in February and now are leading on the downside. Ultimately, we think the bull market is intact, but three things tell me this correction has further to go. First, a nonlinear move in 10-year yields has awoken investors to the risk they thought was unlikely, if not impossible. As a result, equity valuations may move lower still in anticipation of the next 50 basis point jump in rates. In other words, the equity market now knows the 10-year yield is a manipulated rate that either can't or won't be defended. Keep in mind that markets lead the Fed, not the other way around, and we are now at that moment of recognition. Second, March represents the anniversary of the equity market collapse last year. This means there will be a big shift in the top and bottom quintiles of 12-month price momentum by the end of this month. Most of the stocks going into the top momentum quintile are value and cyclical stocks like banks, energy, and materials, areas we like. Conversely, many of the stocks moving out of the top quintile are expensive tech and other high-growth stocks, areas we don't like at current prices. This changing momentum composition is both a potential risk and an opportunity. Part of the rotation from growth to value has been due to better relative fundamentals or cheaper valuations. However, as these stocks move into the top quintile of price momentum and growth stocks move out, the rotation is likely to accelerate further. This could be quite disruptive to portfolios that are still out of position and lead to another round of deleveraging. Finally, based on the technical damage to date, the NASDAQ 100 appears to have further downside toward its 200-day moving average, which currently lies about 8% lower. Everything that's going on now should be expected at this stage of a recovery from recession. After the big initial surge, the stock market tends to consolidate as interest rates rise and valuations compress. This is why our year-end target at 3900 for the S&P 500 is toward the lower end of most sell-side strategists. In our view, the real bull market continues to be under the hood, with value, cyclicals, and small caps leading the way. Gross stocks can rejoin the party once the valuation correction and repositioning is complete. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and share thoughts on the market with a friend or colleague today. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. 
It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you. 